Hello, versatility. <laughs> it's been a long time. Shun left you without a dope week to step to. Remember we did that on the Patreon? We did. And remember I was saying to you, it's been a long time. Shun, what was I saying? I forgot. It shouldn't have left you. No, shouldn't have left you is the correct lyrics. I was saying since since I met you. Yeah, it's supposed to be, it's been a long time. We should not have, we shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to, step to. And then obviously like, it's been a long time. Hi guys. Hey, Selimonanya. Yay. Like nothing. Selimonanya, that's it. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like honestly, our apologies. We, we regret to tell you that life took over. Oh no, yeah. Life did take over, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that, you know, guys were so grateful for. Everyone who messaged to say, are you guys okay? There's a few people who came into our DMs, like, asking to go to Alan. So, yeah, you know, we're very, we're back. And we are grateful for your patience. Yes, yes, yes. Um, how do we start? Do we introduce... Okay, let's introduce ourselves. It's been a long time. I don't remember. Okay, let's introduce ourselves and then we'll talk about life and then we'll get into it, right? Okay. Okay. So welcome to Girl in Sky's podcast with me, Natasha. And Holly. I sometimes go by Nat. I sometimes go by Michelle. Yes, 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 Michelle. Um, Yes, guys. Again... We've been, uh, if, 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 if you've been listening, we, we went missing in action without any, uh, whatever, but like life, life as God said, life took over, um, some good news, some not so good news. So maybe we'll start with the, the, the not so good, and then we'll talk about the good a little bit. Right. Um, so yeah. So one of the reasons why I think we put out an episode in October and then like nothing. Um, unfortunately, my dad passed away um, in October. Um, so I had to go home and yeah, you know, just dealing with, 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 with that. Um, so that's, that's probably one of or the main reason why we kind of like stopped a little bit because you know, yeah, kind of just needed to kind of process everything and kind of feel ready to kind of get back because you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, so, so yeah, so, so, so that's it. Um, and thank you so much to everyone who kind of reached out. Like if you follow me on my socials, you'll know. Um, so thank you to everyone who reached out. Yeah. It's one of those things that I, yeah, I, I probably don't want to like talk about it too much uh right now because it's still very much raw um but yeah but just thought it's it's worth explaining to you guys because you know uh we don't take your support lightly so so that is what happened uh on on the not so great um side yeah i'm it was something that i guess took us all by surprise in that we remember you had messaged like the day before saying that you know your dad was coming out of hospital he was home and he was just the specialist checks the following day um so i mean it came as 
such a shock. I remember, I, I think I, it took me a while to actually reach out to you because I think I was just still processing myself. I was just like, gosh, you know, it's just, it's hard, isn't it? And, you know, so our hearts, my heart certainly goes out to you. It still goes out to you. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see you to give you a nice big hug. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And then obviously the, the good, like, I think people okay. kind of know, but, but yeah, remember I, that like, if people don't follow you on your social media and, and, and if they're not on Patreon, they won't know. So do you want to share? I, I think we, we've, we talked about it, but I think it's worth you sharing your news. So which, where should I start? Oh yeah, you've what? had so many good news. <laughs> I'm off work for the next, for the foreseeable future. Actually, no, it's not a foreseeable future. It's up until the next few months, I suppose, so next year. Uh, I'm off on mat leave. And interestingly enough, I can hear the reason why I'm off in the background. I just took an hour to put it down to bed. Sounds like she's up. But yeah, guys, so I was off. One of the reasons why we took uh, our initial break is um, one of the reasons, initial reasons we took the break was because I was pregnant and um, I was also just, I just needed time to kind of get ready for being a mom again. And yeah, so I gave birth to a little girl, Kutuanguliana, uh, means it's raining because it's just been raining. I've just had an abundance of goodness in, my, in our lives. Um, so she has just brought such, she's rained on our lives and brought such blessings. Second name is Amara, which means grace. Um, yeah, so she was born on the 27th of September. After a very long, long, long labor. So that's me. I've done my, my bit for populating the earth. I have not having any more kids. I remember it's way too fresh in my mind, that pain. I still remember it. I know what they always say. Oh, you know, they put the baby here. You forget about it. Nah, I still remember that. I still remember the pain. So it's just it's just one of those things but yeah she's an absolute blessing she's an absolute joy she's Selim, two months or nine weeks and she's just honestly I, I just i love her so much she just brings she makes me so happy so oh. yeah so that's 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 what that's what's happened <laughs> an absolute blessing uh, it is an absolute blessing yeah so yeah it's been it's been it's been interesting it's been good um I guess for me like even though I'm a second time mom like it's not it's not my first time giving birth and all that there's so much that I didn't remember so much I don't remember from having Tamara and I think because I had that sheltered of the family as a community and all that you know my mom did a lot where Tamara was concerned I didn't do I didn't do very much to be honest my mom let me get away with murder and I'm eternally grateful for that um so this time it's like really more I'm very hands-on I'm the one who's up at night 
when I had the Tamara, my mom used to be the one who used to get up in the middle of the night and sort her out and I would sleep. But now I'm the one, I, I've got bags under my eyes. But yeah, she's, she makes me very happy. That's amazing. Congratulations, Bonnie. That's amazing. How, how are you though? Like, how are you feeling? Um, I feel good. You know, I, gen- I, I generally feel good. I am very tired, very sleep deprived. And I think, you know me, like I like, there's a few things that I like. I love food. I love sleep. Um, you know, so these are things that, uh, you know, taking uh, quite a lot of, uh, are very important to me, but I, so I'm missing out on sleep. I'm still eating very much. Now I've got even an excuse to, to eat even more. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not really kidding. I eat. Um, but the sleep deprivation is, is, is hard, you know, and the whole sleep when the baby sleeps is, is hard as well, because, um, so again, auntie, I, I think I mentioned this on Patreon. I don't know if I mentioned it on the main part that the cows went, cows came home. Uh, the cows mumuid. Um, so my my husband um, is my husband. So I'm I'm just trying to now adjust to the different roles that I have. So as as a wife, as a mom to Tamara, as a mom to an older sister, as a mom to Liana as well as her, you know. And so I'm, I'm finding my feet and, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, I'm finding my feet. And I, I say this to say, because there's still so much that I feel like I want to be doing, um, you know, and I'm very particular about some things as well, unfortunately. And I'm learning to kind of let go of, you know, not having the mom eyes kind of seeing things like, oh gosh, that needs to be tidied up and just appreciating each moment as, as, as it comes, because I'm like, oh, you know, this moment is not going to happen again. So let the, let the dishes sit in the, in the sink or whatever it is. Yeah. That's amazing. So what's the one thing that you're kind of like, okay, I need to, you know, well, what did you say? You're trying to, um, not have your mom eyes like like yeah, yeah. an example of something where you're just like oh let me not care just too much. Much. <laughs> as many kidding. as you want i'm kidding no um i think you know as, as time progresses you learn a lot about yourself and i'm learning a lot about myself in this particular um in, in this particular chapter of my life in that i am very I'm very particular about things, you know, I like things to have, things have a place, um, you know, yeah, things have a place. So that's one thing I'll say, but then you find that um, not everybody will appreciate that that place is for that thing, you know, and people move things or, yeah, I think, I think that's the best way I can explain it in that. So I'm learning to kind of like, okay, it's, it's fine. that this book, like my book, even my bookshelf, like I was noticing, like, you know, I color coordinate my books. Tamara, this is Tamara. Tamara was looking for a book to read and she's moved my, my orange books to white, but I've left it. It's been like that for a few weeks now. And I've just been like, no, it's fine. So that's just an example. Like I don't have OCD but I like things to look nice. I, I, I get it. So you're accepting like 
like a, a home that is lived, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's 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 the best way to to explain it is that it's a a, a lived home. So you know, like the cushions are disarray and yeah. It is what it, and I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. I tidy up like before I go to bed and stuff because that is what gives me, like, I always feel like a, a tidy space gives me a, t- is, is, a t- is, is, is a reflection of my mind. Right. So I like to, I like, and that's why I like things to have yeah. a place. And I feel like that's the way that I operate to things. I, I, compa- I compartmentalize things and put things in boxes and deal with them in that particular way. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Because I want to be away on your Saturday. You'll see. Mm. My poor plants. <sighs> no, listen, I think, like you say, there's a lot of adjusting and... I think it's just like accept the support, accept people's ideas, you know, and um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there are people listening who who, who may have advice and <laughs> yeah, send it through from your own little community. Because I just think it's interesting. Like in terms of, I remember when we we're chatting about this, like where you get information about some of these things, even um, yeah, mom and stuff. Especially if you consider uh just some of the things maybe culturally traditionally that we used to do ekaya which are still quite helpful but then when you're in when you're here it's like where do you get that information if you don't have access to ogogo because to know or activate you know they're still quite young and <laughs> you know so yeah. yeah no absolutely like there is i feel like there is a void for that and one of the things that I feel be quite nice, and I and I, I think as time progresses, when things become a little bit more flexible, a little bit more easier, I suppose yeah. it would be like to reach out to all the moms like who listen to us um, to see like where you can come in and give you know where you feel like oh this is an area that I feel mm-hmm. like you know I have a bit of knowledge because. I, I reached out to people who had kids already. Like, you know, I was like, oh, you know, how did you, what sort of things do, do you, do you f- did you feel you used when you first gave birth? You know, so things like, because there is a lot of information out there. You know, there is a lot of things that I noticed that I purchased, which are like, actually, there's no need to buy that. Um, so that's my own experiences. But other people's experiences are different. So you get some of like, oh, you know, buy this, buy that, buy that. And so I'd make a list and like, OK, so I'll get this um, because I could I found that I could relate to that person who's just maybe given birth as well. And I'm like, OK, no, that's fine. So if they use this we're similar age group, we are similar in terms of, you know, where we are socially. So I'll probably use this as well. Um, but, yeah, I think it would be quite nice to actually record something where you're like, OK, so, you know, in the west or this is what people tend to have like when you're going to hospital um these are the things that you should have as a as a must you know these are things that you have um compare and contrast with what's happening back at home i i genuinely don't remember um carrying anything into hospital when i went to to deliver tamara but it'll be interesting to see how things have changed over the past few years um you know what do you pack in a hospital bag and and all that stuff 
but yeah, I feel like that information will more so benefit people who are away from home because when you're at home, you have you ha you're surrounded by that community of aunties who will come and stay with you. Your mom, your gogos are all there. You know, it's just it's just different. Whereas here, you know, even just I remember I had to take Una, Uliana to uh, register her birth, for example. And I was speaking to one of my mom and she's like, "Supermanly in a long time already." I was like, "Yeah," because this is this is the life that we live here it's like i can't live with any with with anybody else um so i have to be the one to kind of go there and i have to go with her dad so yes you know so some of the things that are not really acceptable quote unquote we have to kind of make do with here and i think it's just also knowing that you know what it's it's okay to do that and allowing yourself that grace to be like I actually don't have another choice and this is where I am right now and this is what I'm doing. So I, I would like to do that. I'd like to have like a motherhood edition part of Girl in Skies pod because I feel like information is, 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 is information that is crucial and that is needed. So even just from the antenatal side of things like, you know, um, how, you know, the, the appointments, these change over COVID, um, but the appointments you have with your midwife, the important questions to ask, um, and then looking at the actual delivery and birth, and then postpartum and care. So there's a lot of stuff that is that's happening now. So you know, even things like, you know, just looking after your pelvic health. You know, um, like talking about pelvic health exercises, how often you should be doing that. And again, allowing yourself mentally the, the grace again to be like, you know, your body has been through a lot. For nine months, the body has been changing, shape has been changing, um, you have been changing. So how then to kind of, uh, to, to kind of give yourself the ability to, to go back and the steps that you need to take to go back to the way you were. So I found out recently, um, about a, there's a, a physiotherapist who deals with postpartum, like, you know, women, uh, postpartum care, basically. So, you know, things like that, which you might not have necessarily found were, easy, were talked about before, if that makes sense. So I think we just, we need to have like an outlet for ourselves. So yeah, so I'm reaching out to any other mothers who may be interested in, in doing that let me know hit us up in the dms absolutely i think that would be so interesting and like you said i think um i think if you think about yourself when you were looking for information and if that information could be there yeah because things like uti you don't leave the house until inganda whatever mm. like what do you do with inganda what do you do with the mm. with the umbilical cord in this country what mm. do you do with um yeah like there's all these different things like how do people yeah. actually deal with find things. the west and living and yeah um and speaking about things like inkanda and stuff you know so uliana was born with such a lot of hair so you can't see it you can't see inkanda beating away kind of thing when we had took her for her eight week jabs 
the way the doctors checked, like she was dehydrated or she was well, they would listen to her heart and put two fingers on her head. And I'm like, huh, I wonder, like, we take care with, because you're treating Kanda with such respect at home. Like, you don't play around with it, you don't touch it, you don't, you know. Um, but here they were, the doctor was like pressing down. I was like, you, this man, his fingers are going, not that. But, you know, you just think about all these things. But it's also just to be like, oh, you know what? It's, this is the way that, this is all these, this is all they know how to operate kind of thing. But yeah, I feel like I have waffled on for a few minutes. No, what is Inkada in English? What, the top of the head? What is it? Uh, it's called, a, is it a philantel or something like that? Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm probably saying it wrong. Maybe I shouldn't ask because, so I know nothing about babies. They seem like a lot of work, honestly. Um, you mentioned about they check if the child is dehydrated. Mm. so okay hmm. guys forgive me like <laughs> so you know you breastfeed the baby right mm. and that's their main source of food mm. right do you give them water so good question actually um here like in london in in where i stay in enfield taste the advice from the midwives was you don't give the baby water because oh. yeah they say that you don't give the baby water however from home um and we used to give her I used to, I remember giving Tamara water with a teaspoon um and I was speaking to one of my aunts a while ago um I think Uliana was complaining she was just re- I thought she was, I thought she was I think she was colicky and yeah. she said she advised me. She was like, you know what? Um, manzi, um, locus, like, and swaddle her, and you notice a difference. And I did that, and it it worked a treat. So I think for me, there is some things that I am, yeah, absolutely fine. You know, um, I I will pick. I'm, I guess I'm. I have the luxury of mm. having been there before, having done some things that's here are seen to be not the right thing to do. For example, there's a whole campaign on like putting baby back. It's like a back to sleep. So you lie them back like in a candle. So they, they'd be facing up right. when they're sleeping. But uh, as I'm mentioning, Uti, uh, there was a time like a few weeks ago when she was complaining so much and I think it was colic. Uh, we, I, would, I won't know what it was, but there was, there was something that was definitely making her unhappy. Um, and I put her on, I lay her to sleep on her, on her front. And it, I noticed that she slept peacefully. She slept longer. Um, I'm not certainly advising anybody to do that. Mm. I'm speaking on my experiences when I was back home in Zim, my mom was like, oh, I want you a lot longer. Mm. Um, and of course, here I was like, oh my goodness, like it's a different territory altogether. She's just the right thing to do. But I did very watchful over her at night and she slept really well. And so I've been sleep putting her on her front to sleep. So there's there's all these things that contradict, I suppose, um, 
and sometimes I'm just left with the decision to make, you know, it's either I will follow the advice from the midwives or the health visitors here, or I follow my aunties or family. Okay, okay. So the water question wasn't a silly question. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Exactly, guys. <laughs> I don't think so. Like there's so many other things that have been like, oh gosh, you know, um, we used to do this back home and yeah, it's just like, no. Nah. remember something about, like I said, I know nothing about babies, but like Uguti, like people would take like the small finger and then mm. like they would dip it in water and then they would put it on the baby's mouth. Just because okay. they're too small to like drink water, but just no. that they have the moisture and then it's like, like it's slowly, you know, so it's not like overwhelming water. It's like, yeah. you put like a few drops with yeah. your little finger. Yeah. I'm not making this up. P- guys, please comment and tell me. Like, I, I haven't never seen it. Yeah, no, I haven't heard about that one. I, but we used to, I remember a teaspoon. We used to give a teaspoon of water. Yeah. I suppose as well, like, you know, it's really quite hot back home and it's yeah. easy for them to become dehydrated. So it can't always be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, definitely. So I'm so excited. Please do the 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 motherhood stuff and we'll invite people who know more than me because I have mm-hmm. nothing to add. <laughs> Let me help you. Let- <laughs> Yeah, and you could ask your can babies drink water question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So ha- have fun with it. Um, okay, so talk about home. So we're recording this. We have to say when because things change so quickly. Yes. Like the on the first of December. December. Man, I wanted to go home. Well, I was, you know, I was hoping to cause to go back. Um, home after Christmas, um, you know, f- up until sometime in January. Mm. And when, when, when was it? I feel like it's a week or so, like some days ago where there was, an, uh, you know, like breaking news, like a new variant mm. has been um, discovered and reported by South African scientists. And literally within a space of 24 hours, it was first like, okay, there's this new variant we're learning more about it. It seems to be highly transmissible. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. We're like, okay, fine. We've heard this before. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Delta variant, yeah, this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Ah, then the next thing, oh, the it was the UK first, I remember. Uh, Sajid Javid, who's the um, health secretary, was like, okay, so... What we're doing now is we're banning flights. We're banning people coming in from South Africa, Zimbabwe, Eswatini, Lesotho, Namibia. There's like six countries. It was like with immediate, some like with immediate effect. Um, so basically, you know, if you're a citizen, you could come back. But if you were going to come back after the the 28th of November you were then have you then had to quarantine to go to like a government facility and quarantine for 10 days which is like 2,000 plus pounds um so literally within 24 hours people's plans were just messed up people who you know I know someone who literally was like um they they got the news when they touched down 
in um i think in harare yeah they they they, they were, and they would come from the uk and literally they arrived and there's like so what do you do then you know do you like not stay do you turn back um and then over the over oh over time okay and then this is the thing the, the zambia wasn't included mozambique wasn't included um and then people were kind of like okay you know could you game the, the system by going to zambia ha and then like within them they were like okay it's expanded to now include zambia mozambique and then people someone tweeted and was like were they looking at the old nyasaland uh you know map you know when zim zambia and whatever were like one country <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden like it clocked it's, oh no you need to close those countries countries as well yeah and and then it's kind of um i mean of, i mean that is so devastating first of all um yeah sorry it, it is it's just absolutely heartbreaking um and i think if you're looking if we're looking um like retrospectively at the past events in regards to you know so now we know that because it, it has almost been called the south african variant you know um we know that's this it's already been it's been identified earlier in places like belgium um and if you look at the the numbers like here in germany it's like guys really will clock in between 40 to fifty thousand cases COVID positive cases in a day like how how is it how is it like possible that the this omarion variant isn't already here you know because it makes sense that's why the numbers are so so high but it it feels as if it's like it feels as if like why didn't we i look if we if we and i was saying this to you earlier we should not forget that this started with china if it wasn't for the chinese you know we, we didn't close their borders you know and yes i know that we learn from our mistakes we learn from the past and you make changes in the future but i feel like this whole southern african block has is, is just absolutely devastating the, the amount of people who have been planning on going home who haven't been home because of covid who haven't seen their families and you know have been getting vaccinated getting cold, like vaccine passports, whatever it is, getting boosters so that they can go home. Now when they get home, you find that, of course, Zimbabwe has also introduced the whole quarantine. Like, it's almost like they've looked at it and be like, oh, what can we do to make things more difficult for our Zimbabweans? Like, it's just, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. And I feel like it's more of a political, it's a financial move as well. Um, because it's just it's just ridiculous to think that the amount of revenue, the amount of capital that they could have made in December, with the amount of people who are who the number of I think the island would have been a lot lighter this December because I know so many people who are planning on go, who are planning on going to Zimbabwe, but of course things have now unfortunately changed. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, like when you're saying about about Zim, it's just like I remember someone once. I don't know whether they, they tweeted this. I saw it somewhere where it was like, in Zim, you always think things are going to get worse and you think you've reached the basement just to find that there is another. <laughs> and, and that's what they've just done, right? So people were like, oh my God, you know, um, 
maybe let's try and figure out you know how we can game the system um maybe can we go to um can, can we go to another country and then come back for um and then, and then maybe like go to Ghana or go to something, you know, to, to, to kind of um, mitigate the cost of the quarantine of coming back. And uh, now you now have to, so for example, if you're coming from the UK, you now have to contend with the fact that possibly if these rules remain in place, right, um, when you come back, you will have to quarantine. So that is already 2000 plus on your budget. Mm. Um, mm if you are um and then now you now have to think about zim right so they say with the zim um so nick mangwana the i i'll most incompetent information secretary in the world honestly so put out they now put the statutory instrument where they say the quarantine period will be for 10 days the travel okay may self-quarantine at any premises cleared for the purpose in advance by an enforcement officer. What does that mean, right? Because, so it, it's up to the enforcement officer to clear what premises you use. Oh, really? So you can quarantine it in your home as long as this enforcement officer has has, cleaned, has deemed it safe? I, I feel like the language is so like unclear so that mm. it allows for corruption. Mm. Because honestly, like all these Zanu kids, like, uh, uh, like, uh, are they really going to quarantine? And then they said these regulations are for two weeks and will be reviewed then. Two weeks today, at the time of recording, is 1 December, which means that reviewed 15 December. Oh my God. That is too short a time to. Like, for example, someone like me who I wanted to travel, if I was going to travel, I was going to travel like. On the 26th or 27th like after christmas i can't stay in this like limbo where i don't know what the heck is happening you know um for i yeah so it's just so frustrating in that way i, I yeah it's that. mad isn't it and i feel like that's nick mangwana his initial tweet you know when he said it, it was just like I, I forgot what he was what he said but he was talking about the quarantine saying that you need to quarantine it was there was like no information it was a tweet with no information it was information with no information because it was almost like um we didn't give information about how long the quarantine is do you quarantine at home do you quarantine in a hotel like it was just like oh if you're coming into zimbabwe and we are you you now have to quarantine it's just like come on just you know people are already anxious as it is you want to be giving information that they can use you know but it's not leaving people with questions in their head which okay Mate, what exactly am i supposed to do he wasn't it was a it was information without giving information if that makes sense it was almost like a tick box exercise to say oh i've talked about quarantining when you come into zimbabwe but not clear at all like you know that you, yes i understand that you're restricted by the amount of characters in your tweets but do a thread at least and give people inf valid information exactly exactly and then he mentioned something like he was like oh you know we have to remember um you know what happened last year when people traveled in December and then a lot of people were sick after. And it was like, 
okay, Nick Mangwana, but last year, December, no one in the world had received a vaccine, right? Now you have people that are double, triple, quadruple vaxxed, right? You, you cannot, I, I, like, I am so upset. And if, if, by contrast, if you look at Cyril Ramaphosa, Cyril Ramaphosa came out and he was like, we think it's, this is discriminatory, right? Which were being punished for sharing yeah. information. information. Hmm. And then he, he went on to say, I saw something today where um, he was in some conference and he, he was like, he feels like, um, he was like, it's discriminatory, you know, it's come out to show that e, this Omicron, <laughs> this Omarion variant, um, what, you know, had been discovered elsewhere. All these countries are now saying, oh, yes, we had this case, we had this case, we had this case, right? Um, and, you know, why are they not having the ban? It will cripple, like, tourism, like, our economies, like, December is a peak time. And then he went on to say that he feels like some of the African nations, um, you know, like, for example, like, Rwanda, um, you know, or also like, oh, if you're coming from Southern Africa, like all these Egypt and stuff like that, they're like, oh, quarantine and everything. It's like, well, some of some of these African countries are also what they're acting like our former colonizers. So, mm. so because African countries should really come together. So even like what Zimbabwe is doing is kind of like, you know, they, it's it's ridiculous. Do you know how much money people, how much money Zimbabwe is going to make during this period. Even now, if they change, if by any chance in two weeks, they're like, oh, forget about it. And maybe even in the UK, if they're like, oh, all these countries are like, oh, but people are just not going to travel anymore. People, people, first of all, you have to appreciate that people need time. So time is a, is, is, is a, is a, is a massive factor because you, 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 you need to get, annual leave or you need to get time off work unless you're self-employed um and you need to plan you need to plan in plan ahead for for these things so if you're saying to somebody on the 15th of december oh yeah by the way it's now okay to for you to come and we know that as well as time as time progresses things get a lot more expensive so your tickets get more expensive for going home you need to bear in mind too if you're if, especially if you're coming from the uk you need to quarantine when you come back so that's an extra added cost and also an extra the time factor is that how much time do you spend at home because you now need to come back here and allow yourself time to be in the quarantine hotel it's absolutely crazy and i think as well like to the i saw this um WHO epidemiologist also mentioned the same thing saying that it's like I just don't understand how this ban on Southern Africa has has happened you know people are vac people are vaccinated you know there's been a big drive to vaccinate people um we are now vaccinated you know double or triply as you as you said and yet you still find that we are still being restricted it's like how like when when does COVID we're tired of COVID please hmm? The bats, we are tired of COVID. I'm exhausted of COVID. You know, to think that we're now back again, you know, is wear the mask, don't wear the mask. It's fine to, to be um, inhaling other people's air if when you're out in the supermarkets. Now it's not fine because of the Omari environment. It's just like, it's exhausting. It's just mentally exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. And it's also exhausting because like there's absolutely no leadership. It's mm 
like things that honestly this whole like trying to get back to complete normal is ridiculous mm-hmm. like oh they were asking Sajid Javid like oh um about working from about oh should people work from home or should they mm-hmm. go to office it's like oh no they should still go I'm this whole like oh you guys are trying to like prop up your co- uh, Costa Starbucks you know people that put <laughs> your politics no because that's what it is right they want us to go back to work so that we can buy expensive sandwiches um Mm, right Mm. Uh, and and the thing is like you this whole you can't go i don't we cannot go back to normal like we have seen that virtual all the stuff it works works fine convince people to be like okay go back on filthy london transport (laughs) yeah you know for, for so so the, the, there's just there's just that and then like with the zim thing oh zim is just such a disappointment it i know mm-hmm. people who um you know are getting married mm-hmm. have like memorials have got mm-hmm. so many things that are happening and it's now all up in the air and people a lot of people you know hadn't seen their families in a while and mm-hmm. actually because of COVID and the pandemic, this was pushing them to be like, you know what, I have to see my folks. Mm-hmm. But it's happening. But here- it almost feels like with Zem, it's like more of a knee-jerk reaction. I, it feels like they they haven't really thought this through because, again, I think from a financial perspective, tourism would have been crazy. Like for particularly this December you know if you think about I know Justin Bulawayo that there was the homecoming tour so I don't know if other places like oh Harare and stuff what they had uh, planned um so people have already invested you know you invest also you mentally that this is going to be a time you're going to be at home with your friends or whoever and see your family and you have a great time like with entertainment um and all these things and then all of a sudden it's it's it stops but i feel like i don't know i feel like it's almost a bit of a political move as well because i wonder if they're thinking to you having such a large crowd large crowds of diaspora diaspora in the like on the ground would be a lot to contend with so I don't know. I feel, I don't know. Yeah. I think they just, they also just want to make money as well. Mm. Like it's not based on any science whatsoever. Cause there's things mm. that you can say, you can say, okay, instead of producing a 72 hour negative test, we wash mm. the period to 48 hours. We're also mm. going to say on arrival, you take a PCR test. So when you get to the airport, you take the test, you wait. Mm. For- three two hours however long it's going to be processed you pay a hundred bucks for it people will still do that and then if it's you know if if you if it's negative you go home you take another day two like they can come up with stuff like that like take another day three four tests or whatever it is they want to do um but i think you have to be like it's unclear whether any scientists in zimbabwe were even consulted about this approach it mm. is just, um, I don't know, it's, it's and, and things, like I'll say, I think I said this in the Patreon episode, like, I was in Zim, right, like, in October, mm. and honestly, in terms of, I know what they, they do say is that there's low uptake in Southern African countries, but mm. there's reasons for that as well. Um, mm. Like, for example, in Zim, 
because you know people are getting Sinopharm and the Chinese mm-hmm. vaccines, mm-hmm. which are recognized by the World Health Organization. But for example, like a country like the UK, for a long while it was not on their list of recognized mm-hmm. vaccines, right? Mm. So if you're there, then there becomes this kind of like almost vaccine hierarchy, right? So there are people who are going to be like, ah, Tina, why should we take these that are not going to be, you know, because they were saying, oh, if you're coming from Zim and you've had, the, you would be considered as an unvaccinated people, but they changed it now to say, oh, they're going mm-hmm. to recognize all the World Health Organization. Well, so there's all that as well. And obviously there's more that the government can do to kind of drive people taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just COVID protocol, my experience of Zim and South Africa, honestly, was like masks, um, everywhere you are going, uh, hand sanitizer. Mm. Like there were people that were actually like in stores, they'll be standing outside with their hand sanitizer. Some places you go, they're taking your temperature like before you go there's even like a temperature like in terms of the protocol it was so much better than the uk so much better than the uk i can imagine because the the way that we have relaxed here is like honestly like sometimes i look and i'm like oh gosh like what is covid because the it's it's completely completely relaxed you know prior to the this variant the omarian variant it is, it, it was, it, people had relaxed so much, you know, um, and I, to be, and to be honest, so had I, like, I'm not going to lie like that. I hadn't, I wasn't going to shops without wearing a mask because I was just like, you know, it, 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 it is, it is what it is. Um, but then now you get told to oh, be careful of the amount, be careful where you're breathing in, um, other people's, um, like exhaled air kind of thing so wear your masks it's important to wear masks in shops so supermarkets have now introduced um mandatory masks but then again you go in and so have uh transport for london but you still go into supermarkets i was in tesco the other day and there's still quite a large number of people who are quote-unquote exempt so i think people are tired you know tired 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 from do you have something to say? <laughs> We've got the latest co-host. Yes, <laughs> see too late. So I think I think people I think people are exhausted. Number one, um, we have followed the rules. We have been told to get vaccinated. We've been vaccinated, and I think the other thing as well, talk about getting vaccinated, is how they've made it mandatory for <laughs> care for care bless you for care workers to to be vaccinated um i think that the deadline is or the target is by april 2022 so next year and i've noticed as well that when people are advertising for jobs um they're making it known that if you're applying for this job you need to be willing like in the healthcare field you need to be willing to be triple vaccinated you know and it's just like where does it stop? So now we are at a point where even freedom of choice is being taken away from from us. And yet we are still, you know, you still find that you have to quarantine when you go to Zimbabwe. So you're doing all this here, you know, hoping to make life easier for yourself, but you find that it's still not good enough, like right now for you to travel back home. 
I feel like it's really, I feel like it's really unfair and I feel like it's taking away people's um, power to choose, you know, especially with the fact that we had this discussion that, you know, last year we were all about the NHS workers. We're all about the, the people who looked after like our friends and our families during such a trying time. We, out on Thursdays, people with their pots and pans, you know, the time these are for the NHS workers. And it's the same people who do not get uh, a good pay rise. I think they got like, how much, what percentage they get? So one percent, I've forgotten what percentage it was. We do not honor them in getting good, um, to give them a, a good pay rise. Yeah, most of the NHS are earning way below what they should be getting. Second of all, you're now getting to the point where it's the same people that we celebrated that we are saying to them that, you know what, in order for you to continue doing the job that you quote unquote love doing, you need to be, you have to be vaccinated. And yet people who are in accounts, people who are in marketing, they carry on. These are people who haven't had their lives completely affected by COVID. This is, some people like who were working in ICU, so, so many people dying, affected their health mentally these are the people that we are also punishing to say you need to whether you want to or not you have to be vaccinated it's very unfair isn't it mm. yeah i think it's very unfair i think although i don't you know i'm just one of those people who's like okay i'll follow what the experts are saying experts are saying and obviously for a time you know the right thing has been to follow the science but I mean, clearly, like <laughs> the politics is no longer following the science. I think for me with the healthcare workers, my issue is more the treatment of mm. them. Like mm. I, I can't see why healthcare particularly would be more critical to have more people vaccinated mm. because of the transmissibility Hey, I'm using words. I, hey, before COVID, before COVID, did I even know what transmissibility was? <laughs> God help me. And the oh. infection rate. Because my understanding, mm. like so how someone explained it to me, because I was kind of, uh, I think maybe putting some uh, uh, vaccinated anti whatever, anti booster rhetoric. But anyway, <laughs> they were like no because about the whole mutation thing that obviously it's more likely to mutate like um and become sort of more dangerous if it's hosted by someone who's not vaccinated so but right. if people are vaccinated covid just remains as the covid the the, the 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 regular covid that we've known um but if there's a lot of people that are not vaccinated who become hosts of covid even if mm. they get well themselves, it mutates and becomes worse and whatever. So I can understand that. But then I also think that it's just the way that is communicated. It's just the way healthcare workers have been vilified. Um, I think particularly in the UK, I, I think that the leadership has, has failed. Um, and at any given point, they try and find scapegoats. I remember there was a time last year where the scapegoats were influencers who all flew out to Dubai, right? But it was, they were not breaking any laws. They no. they could do that. And then mm -hmm. they were now blaming them like, oh, you're traveling. But I mean, no, 
there's a loophole you allow these people to travel so they find scapegoats right yeah. um well and even now with the whole sadak thing it's it's an easy scapegoat we've shut out southern african countries to be honest the average person it's us who care right but in terms of i mean imagine if you close the us again that would be noise right if you close the us canada whatever it's taken oh you know so much time to open up those corridors it the noise that they would make it would cause so much but for us it's easy you know they can just say whatever and then we we just talk on social media and nothing and that's another thing i feel like our embassies are so weak our leadership is so weak i mean it's only Cyril Ramaphosa but why can't Nick Mangwana be more useful and sort of come out and say you know this is unfair and this is why like i just feel like we there's just Nelson, okay, let me not talk about Nelson Chamisa because I get in trouble when I do. He was tweeting, oh, um, happy December. I'm like, ah, happy December. He's not happy. Like, say something. Like, you know, like you guys have- Be angry. Be angry. That's the thing with the Zoom thing is no one is angry. Mm. Like, are you Okay. Uh-huh. Is angry enough to do anything? Like that's the problem. It's just like, yeah, okay. But do you think it's also just because, like, we've been hearts done by? You know, it's almost like, gosh, I feel like it's like beating a a, a, a beaten dog. Is that the word? That's the, the term I've forgotten. But you know, it's almost like you know, already down and out, and then you come out, and then you like, oh, I'm giving you this extra rod to beat you on. And it's just like, yeah, okay, fine. I feel like that's the the attitude that we, we have, like, it's just people are just so, I don't know if people are just tired and there's nothing more that can be done to be like, oh, you know what? Um, it's almost like, oh yeah, it's just another day, something else that you're you're kind of giving us. Because you're right, I, yeah. I feel like people are just genuinely not, they're not angry enough. Mm. Like and people, you, people need to voice like their frustrations and be like, you know, this is, this is just not right. Yeah, and you need the big voices why haven't we seen an open letter to the UK embassy, to, to, mm. to the UK embassy in Harare from the government mm. saying, you know, this is, we think this is unfair and this mm. is why. You know, mm. these are quick wins, right? Even if the UK may not change their mind, th- mm. those things have channels, right? Are they knocking on the foreign, um, you know, yeah. or whatever, foreign, foreign and Commonwealth office? Are they talking to them? Because that, that department has like people that man certain countries, you know, tell us these things. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I think if, if Koli, if Zimbabwe was given to you and I, we could run it better. Honestly, I, that, I agree. that country is just, you know, no. So, so you mean to tell me that all, all, all Nelson had to say was hello yeah. December. Like, hello, hello, December. Let me check Twitter because I remember I was, I was flabbergasted. I was just like, Do you remember that song? Yeah, hello, 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 December. Uh, what did he say? It's a new month and the last month of the year. A lot has happened, but more is about to happen. It's going to be exciting, exclamation mark. Thank you for your unfaltering support and never-ending love. 
Happy New Month to you, my dearest friend. Do you know what? How sad. You know what? How sad. Like, it, maybe, no, you know what? Maybe it's tweeting from a different Zimbabwe. Maybe it's not tweeting from the Zimbabwe that we know. Maybe there's two Zimbabwe's. Maybe, you know, maybe we just need to appreciate that there's two Zimbabwe's out there because, wow. And then you have an equally, like, Idi, I can't even listen to him anymore. Like, I just, like, there were clips of him announcing, you know, what was happening. Or was he inebriated? In, in, in ah, allegedly. Yo, we don't have money on this podcast. Please. Allegedly. We do not have money on this podcast. <laughs> listen, so he was just, it's just like, you know, no, like, it doesn't instill any confidence when these people are talking. You're just like, mm. oh, off my TV. Like, I, what are you on about? I am so convinced, like, literally, like, the this, you know, I'll stop my rant. I am so convinced that I know five people, if we all came together, we would do a much better job than these incompetent old men. Honestly, they are, they are lit. What are they doing now with this December thing? Your own government? Anyway, that's yeah. my red list rant. Because Listen, <sighs> it's it's definitely something to 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 keep an eye on. I think in the next few few days, see how things change and hopefully they change for the better. I hope. I hope. I hope so. Because... I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. It's because tough. You've fox trot, yo. Because, <laughs> yo, I'm. But my heart goes out to everyone. Like, like I said, I wanted to travel, but you know, all things considered, my travel, you know, was just more just for <laughs> my. I just need the sun. I just need to sort out some things. But there's some people that are really traveling for critical milestone events and it's just so hard this, these are people's lives you know mm. people are getting married people are people have not seen their parents people have poorly parents mm. you know the number of people that have passed away and people just couldn't travel um you know there's so many things that were you know like for now okay someone tweeted uh-huh. their father passed away and none of the kids could could go like this was probably during peak lockdown and they were like they were now supposed to do the memorial and now again this so these are real people's lives mm. so I, this, I, so this whole travel I thing I go, I, it's a lot it is a lot it's I don't I, but anyway, it's one of those things. Hopefully, in weeks to come, uh, but we should just continue making as much noise as we can because this is so unfair. Mm, mm. So unfair. Can but- in a positive note, please. It's so depressing when you talk about Zim. Like, I feel like Zim is just. I know, I know it's so depressing, but I was going to say that um, I'm to talk about the Natasha Tahane thing, but I don't know if do you have time or or not. Yeah. Um, okay, but before I do, on the and, and shout out to people in long distance relationship, I think 
time and time again, uh, the God, the universe, as the kids say these days, shows us that this is a thing that should not be attempted. <laughs> <laughs> there are always signs. Now there's Omarion, o- Omarosa. Oh, Omarosa. <laughs> so, so I think um, to all the, you know, I say this as a former long distance and as, as, as someone who has flirted with the idea of long distance that, you know what, guys, let, let's give up. I think, look where you are. You know, <laughs> just shine your eyes, as the Nigerians say. And, you know, um, I think forget this long distance thing or otherwise, or otherwise maybe, you know, just, just take the plunge and just, just do something. But you know what? If you love your person, I would like you to go back to probably episode two of Galen's Guys, where a valuable advice was given that the only way to make a long distance, and it was when you say that, who's acting like she doesn't know. I was trying to remember. No, it wasn't you. We were just reporting what had been told to us. Is it just a game told us that to make a long distance relationship work, yes. you need four people, two on each side. So there's two of you, you need four. Mm. And that's how you keep it working. It's we'll let you figure it out, kids, what that means. So, oh, gosh, man, that feels like ages ago. So, you know, exactly. Where it goes wrong is where there's three, about one year short. You need two people on each side so that you don't send each other unnecessary paragraphs. And oh, I love you. You are talking. Have you seen these messages of someone pro- proclaiming their love? I said, Hey, reply to hey. It's tough. Tough out here. But anyway, yeah. So carry on, Natasha. Okay, so quickly, we'll we'll make it really, really quick. So Natasha Tahane is like, oh, I love her. First of all, we share the same name. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I follow her. So she is a South African actress. Um, famously known for um, playing the character Wendy, I think I think it's Wendy on Blood and Water. Can you Google Natasha? Ta- can you Google is if I'm saying the right thing? But um, yeah, so she went on uh, Mac G's podcast, Podcast and Chill, which is a South African podcast, and she's like the top South African podcast. Um, and she was talking to Mac G. So. I remember like watching it. I think it was her, Mac G. Saul was in the background, right? The co-host. And then she talked about um, how she got a place at uh, New York Film Film University. um, And then she needed tuition money, right? Um, And Unatasha Tahane, she's kind of her, my understanding, like her grandfather. She's related to Desmond Tutu. Um, she, she comes from a connected family. Um, 
Let me see if yeah, I can. Right. It's blood and water. And does she play Wendy? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, yes. let me try and see if yeah. I can play this and if it if 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 it uh works. I think I spent around about um I think the entire year yeah. was a million and it's like it was a million plus, yeah. yeah. A million plus. Good investment. So Good investment. But now there's still good, like there's all these mm. things. It was a lot. Mm. Um, and then I told my mom, but I'm like, Mama, I need to go back to school. I've been accepted. Now, Ganji, I didn't sign my second year uh, at the Queen. Yeah. So, I'm going to do that. This was so, I'm going to do something. And then she managed to speak to e arts and culture. And then they gave me funding. But I only asked for the first semester because I was scared. Which means I tell her, you're not giving me anything. Yes, yes. So, so she was innocently talking about, you know, going no. to the river, needing money. She then spoke to Mamba Lega. She said, Mama, I'm really madly. Okay. Guys, forgive me because I'm not deep in South African politics, but I think, oh, mum. Okay, the person she's talking about, I think, was the South African speaker or a politician. Correct me, right? Um, But so and then went to the department and then she got funding ha so people were like hold up you benefited by having a connection in the government and what i don't know is it sounds like it was a grant not a loan doesn't sound like because obviously some funding like it's just a grant you don't pay back and that's what it sounds like this was um so it, it was it was so interesting because like i said i'm i'm a fan of hers i think she's a great actress um and then mac g was like good investment <laughs> and yeah i just i was just like this is like nepotism this is like corruption 101 what happens in zim all the time yes yeah that's what happens in zim all the time and the fact that she probably didn't ever see it that way but the fact that you can say i can talk to so and so and then they open doors for me mm. you know and then she's now come out and sort of retracted and said oh no we're just in the same building she mm. didn't help me or whatever i mean okay but, but the reason I wanted to bring it up was because I remember I was speaking to a friend of mine who was telling me OT, um, like in, in some interactions that they had, OT, like people who are more like maybe like Zim people who are very much like, you know what, we need to remove Zanu, like young people who are more maybe progressive, that actually like when you meet young ANC people, that actually they have more in common with the Zanu kids. Right. Than, than them. Mm. So you almost like can't speak the same language with them because they, they all understand that like benefiting from, you know, being, yeah. so, they, so they become friends because their backgrounds are the same, mm. you know? And I, when I listened to that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then yeah. there's another thing, which is like Natasha Tahane is a good actress. Mm. So it's 
it's not a bad investment. <laughs> Yes. Because it's something that she is, and it kind of it reminded benefited me from from it as well. Exactly, and it kind of reminded me, like in Zim, of like someone like Rubenek, right? Mm-hmm. Who is an amazing presenter. She's an amazing host. Like she's so so talented, right? But we can't deny that a lot of these people that get opportunities, it's because they're Zanu kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How many more people, you know, who are not connected could be? Because in, in a country like that, you shouldn't have one or two key people. We should have a plethora. We should have, you know, like in South Africa, we have a local like it'll be a diverse host of people. So it just, I just thought it was just like, it's just blatant. Um, you see, like, thing. yeah, and, and that is how people keep pros like you notice that there is this almost like a form of generational wealth because there is the rich who get who maintain ri- their richness and get richer whereas there's these there'll be some some other kids out there who maybe have got the skills but do not have the the the, the connections to put them in touch with um people put to put them in touch with people who can help their skills to grow or to develop so it's those people who are like oh you know it's, it's such an amazing artist but in the rights who push them up in the right direction but you notice that it's the people who are already connected who are already in that circle of whether of, of wellness if, if i can use that because it's not necessarily um, that you need to like who you don't necessarily need to be in healthcare to kind of benefit from do you know how I'm making sense? But it's just knowing somebody in that wider circle who can be like, oh yeah, I know, I know a doctor so and so who can link you up and that's how you progress. Oh, I know an artist in so and so who can and that's how you progress. I know a, a producer and that's how you progress. So it's just like the connect the connections and that is how the nepotism and that is how people benefit from that whole circle and it's 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 sad it's sad because other people like are not getting you know are not are not getting the same opportunities and it's for them i feel like you know if my kangeluti if if there were if if such an opportunity like what natasha had if that had fell upon someone who could then um uplift their family you know for somebody who was maybe in a low socioeconomic background and someone's like oh you know what this person would be a good actress because they're a good actor and help them to push them along um and how how life-changing that would be for that whole circle for that whole generation and generations after that but life is just life is not always straightforward i suppose yeah yeah but it's just an interesting observation and even like a lot of well i was gonna say a lot of but quite a few of um that come even these prominent djs say in south africa and Janjan, if you look at some of their backgrounds like they're they're mm. like ANC kids mm. as well, in some mm. way um mm. i mean not to say that they've directly benefited but i think there's something about where you come where there's money and opportunities you mm. are able to tap into your creative side, mm. Mm. right? Mm. You, you're given that room to do that. But where's when there's not, then you can't. Um, but yeah, no, 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 no. This, this is, uh, this is it. Hopefully, when we talk again, guys, 
uh, the, the, the travel landscape will have changed for the better. Yes, indeed. As I, be, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But yeah, yeah. Um, and also just to, to kind of talk about a forecast of what's happening and before we, we sign off, what's happening in the next few episodes. So if there is um, anything that you have, if you have any dilemmas, let's do it. I really missed our dilemma episodes. So send us um, a message, DM us, email us, whatever it is, so that we can um, start compiling those little issues that you may have so we can talk them out. Um, Mm-hmm. And we've got coming up, we've got um so we'll put this episode out and then we've done some interviews um that will be coming out as well. Golly did one, I did one, God did one with an author, I did one with a singer. Really excited for you guys to see that. And then one of the things that we've been we've been talking about is we we wanna like do more interviews and stuff um but i think what we'll try and do is um do it in such a way that we'll still have like the regular podcast and then wherever we have like interviews that will be like an an add-on for that week right so where we can it won't be like you won't just get the interview because i think i think we have to view interviews as a sort of different thing it's like a different bucket in itself um so because I was thinking about that when like there's podcasts that I listen to and then because I like like maybe the banter that they have and then when they bring in like a guest and it's like an interview I'm like oh okay yeah fine (laughs) but I miss the banter so I think that's what we're going to try and do but we're definitely going to you know want to talk to more people and all that stuff so um, and also guys if you don't follow us on YouTube because some of the stuff maybe will just be YouTube content and all that stuff so make sure that you are following us on um, getting skies but I'm I'm super excited uh, for for the interviews because yeah I'm super excited but um but yeah any last words? No last words. Yeah. I'm all good. Cool, cool, cool. So guys, if you come to the end of this podcast, because it's long, um, what should people hashtag and say? Oh gosh, I, I can't even think. <laughs> if you've come to the end of this podcast, I'm trying to think something about um, maybe long distance. Hashtag long distance. Yeah. So if you're on Twitter, tag us at Gellis Guys, put hashtag long distance. Uh, if, 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 if you remember, put hashtag long distance and then a comment, do the long distance, you feel him or something. <laughs> long distance. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook as well. Yeah. yeah for sure. Now, yeah. okay. Look forward to it. Look forward yes. to hearing your thoughts, guys. All right. So signing out. Bye.